um, just getting over the flu. Did you give me? Did you have the flu? Pretty sure I gave it to you last yeah, week. Yeah, you, mate. Hundred percent. Not that we weren't we weren't that closely we weren't sitting that close, mate. We still had the buffer zone going, so I don't know how that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Although my wife had it too, so yeah, I blame her. Well, this is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My wife got it as well. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was patient zero. <laughs> and just for everyone, if but if the you, investigation you, into how if, your wife if, got it yeah. is ongoing. If you decide to keep this section of the podcast, there was no car keys in a bowl or anything. <laughs> <laughs> My car keys are over on the bench over there. No one else has chimed in. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, should we just do the show? Let's go. Okay. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Why do you always <laughs> cut that off? You always cut me off in the intro. I'm just not used Why to it. Why are you doing that? I'm still not used to it. Okay, geez. It's probably take me another 300 episodes yeah. to get used to it. And, and a shout out to Bill, who that's his Good voice you, you just heard. Yeah. He did send us a very funny little clip from last week's show. He, he did, goes, This yeah. should be in the intro, yes. It's about me, me and how I used to treat my joystick when I was a youngster. Yeah, there is that. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I knew that had come back to haunt me. Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au with his uh, sultry radio voice on today. <clears throat> um, yeah. We're both in the tr- tail end of the flu. Uh, episode yep. 395, thanks to the good people at Netgear and Uniden as always. And Stephen, let's just get straight into it because let's not beat around the bush here tonight. It's State of Origin night. <laughs> we're in the Tech Guide Theatre. We are, yeah. We're this gonna is get a pre-kick-off. Pre pre-kick-off. We're yep. going to get a bite to eat yes. between the podcast and the game. Yep. And on that basis... This could be a 30-minute show. <laughs> You're a bit hungry, are you, mate? I'm a, I'm a touch hungry. Okay. Anyway, uh, let's kick it off with Boost Mobile. Um, yep. They are a very competitive brand. They have very good deals, uh, data, you know, unlimited calls, all those things. Um, but they've gone into a different market. Now, they have sold phones before, you know, basic prepaid outright phones. But what they've gone into a market of is selling refurbished phones. Now, refurbished phones uh, one of those things where a lot of people just recoil and go, yeah, no thanks. But I think the data from Boost was something like 74% of the younger generation would absolutely consider buying a refurbished absolutely. phone. Absolutely. Well, how because expensive the savings are crazy. And what, what, yeah. what I found interesting, and, and we did a story, it was meant to be for Current Affair, but it went on air on the Today Show, yep. um, where they, they took the team, the cameras, to Allegra, I think the name of the company is. Yeah. Who I, do know, I know the this. guys there. Did you go to, where was it? Over up at French's Forest. French's Forest, yeah, I know and the guys up there. Like the, the facility isn't yep. that flash. But I the filmed work, the video there. Is the, that, are they my hands in your picture? Did you oh. take that off a video? No, no, that's a shut, shutterstock image. No, that's just random. Because okay. I, I recall recording some videos Mate, for them. If they're your hands, your hands have lost weight. You, you think so? Oh, my hands aren't that big. You've got, you've got fat fingers, mate. No, I don't. You've got man hands. You reckon? You have man hands. Okay. I have lady hands. <laughs> yeah, it's like that episode with George Costanza. Yeah. You know that's the puffy shirt episode? Yes, it is. They pack a lot into that it's episode. It's a good episode. Did you watch the marathon? How good was the marathon? Why would you watch a marathon when it's on stand? Yeah, I know, but it was just there. I just no, had it on. I, you know what I did? And we'll get back to Boost, I promise. <laughs> I On the 30th anniversary of Seinfeld's first episode, yeah. the pilot going to air. Which they showed it again the other night, yeah. I watched Jerry Seinfeld throw the opening pitch at the Mets game. 
Uh-huh. He good pitch too, and the Mets. And lost. he's a Mets supporter too. Yeah, massive Mets fan. In fact, yeah. then then I watched the the first game, first episode, and there was Mets references in the first yeah, episode. Because remember, he, sits, he said, "Don't tell me the score." Down, if, if he sits you, down, he picks up the phone because <laughs> he's just got you know back from a late night set. And he push, presses play on the VCR to watch the Mets game. The phone rings. He picks it up. He goes, "If uh, if you know the Mets score, don't tell it to me. I'm watching it on tape." And then he answers the call and goes through it. And then yeah. he he hangs up the phone, starts to watch the game. Kramer walks in. He goes, "The Mets blew it." Yeah, didn't the and Mets like, blow it? Oh, you it, well, I'll just, just correct you there. He was named. He was named Kessler in that episode. Oh, in that episode, in that yes. pilot episode, his name was Kessler. I don't think he actually said the name though in the episode. Yeah, no, he does. He does. It is. Refer- I watched it last night. I watched it. Mm. Yeah, it is. He's referred to as Kessler. But what I found most fascinating, and I tweeted this, it was yeah. very hard to tell in the photos. But and if we get time before the big game, mate, put Stan up here. Yeah. The wide shots in the apartment are, are poor quality. And the close shots are very high quality. Yeah. And I, I don't know why. I can't work it out. It was a different set too. They didn't have the same apartment the set. It was all different. The yeah. Over three Elaine episodes. Elaine wasn't even in it. Over three episodes, the apartment grew into what it finally became. Okay. George's dad, uh, Jerry's dad was a different, different bloke. Different actor, yeah. With a comb over. And George's, actor was, George's dad was a different actor too at one point. But, but the quality of the picture is baffling to me. I, don't, I just yeah, can't right. understand why it's well, really was it? low It was 1989, No, no, but the, the thing is it's fine for all of it to be bad quality because yeah, right. of the age, but okay. parts of it were excellent. Okay. Very, very strange. There you go. Two anyway. blokes talking Seinfeld. Let's get back to Boost Mobile, it's, shall we? It always we? rates well. The reason I well, – that, that photo, I did I did some videos for them to talk about the condition of the refurbished yes. phones and how good – they are like they, they they class them as good. I think, or depending on the company, you know, gold, silver, bronze, or yep, they've yeah, got yeah. good, very good, excellent, uh, and 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 even the, even the good phones, you, you'd be struggling to find a mark on them. They right. still look pretty. It's good. It's like a seventy-two point check. They they buff them, they polish them, yeah. they have software to erase them. They put them through a police check so they're not lost or stolen. I had a look at a couple of them. One of the ones that stood out to me um, was an iPhone Seven uh, in the black. Not matte black, like a space grey. Yep. And I looked at the back of it and I went, this thing has been in a cover its whole life. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Because you could see around the camera ring, you could see the slight discoloration of the back of the phone, uh, you know, where the where the phone is exposed through sure. that through that loop. Yep. And I went, that that's why it's in such good condition because it's been in a case all the time. You know what? I tell my kids all the time, they've all got iPhones, when they get a new device, I say to them, look, get a cover, look after it because when you move on, you can sell this thing. It's still worth money. And your kids don't need to pay for covers. You've got hundreds of them in the office. I understand Jimmy. this. I give them covers and they they, 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 they go, that's an ugly one. I want a better take one. my advice. Yeah. My wife has bought 10 yeah. covers for a phone yeah, right. because the ones I have aren't pretty enough. Really? Yeah. No, I've, I've got, Joe's got an iPhone 10 and she, she's sporting a cover that I, go, I provide the, it. The, the checks they go through are, are impressive. Yep. And, and the thing that I, got, I, I thought was interesting was it's not really just average Joe's you know, trading in a phone here. This is like big banks, big corporates who do mm. hundreds of phones at a time, yeah. um, refreshing their fleet. So that comes up to end of financial year, they go, "We'll yeah. buy a hundred new phones, get all the old ones back, everyone a new phone." They might only be a year old or two years old. They get sent off to Allegra and they get refurbished. and And basically, then Boost comes up with a list and a price tag. And while Boost were very uh, keen to send out their own pricing analysis, I spent some time looking at you know JB Hi-Fi pricing and actual retail pricing today from a store that you can get versus the booze price. And the savings were between uh, 28% was the lowest I found up to 44%. I mean, it was crazy. 
Yeah, I've seen I've seen the the hard work that That's, you've done. Uh, the seventy two point check. I actually watched what they did. I actually mm. spoke to them while they were doing it. Yeah, I'm showing Trevor a photo of a whole table full of iPhones that have the all the bat the cameras activated to yeah. make sure they all still work. Make sure they all work. They and they all sit at, they all sit at different terminals and test the the, the battery. They test the, the screen. It goes through all the tests yeah. and it, it's very thorough and comes with a twelve month warranty. Comes with a twelve month warranty. Yeah. Um, it's clean and wiped and a thirty day. Um, Satisfaction too. So if you get one and it's the wrong color or something, you send it back. Yeah, you're thirty days just to go. No, nah, it's not what I want. Booming market, massive so market. Price wise, the best saving I found, and in, in terms of what you get, so you can get a Samsung Galaxy S nine plus sixty four gig at JB Hi Fi for eleven forty nine. It's five hundred dollars cheaper to get a refurb model. So that is a fifteen month old phone yeah. at worst, right? Yeah, and and you're saving forty four percent. That's crazy. They lose a bit on the trading, don't they? The uh, when it's like a new car, you drive it out for a lot, you lose a bit of money on it. Massive depreciation. But but like you think, you think of now, like Boost consumer focused brand. They they offer value in terms of good plan prices and get a lot of data. Yep. This is a beautiful complement to that complementary service. And the other thing is, you're not actually required to be Boost customer. You could just go to Boost. You could buy the phone. They do give you a SIM. They give you thirty dollars. They give you thirty thirty dollars worth of of data and whatnot on it. And their intention there is to go, not only do you get a great phone, but why don't you try the Boost network? Yeah. And look, if you don't, they'll make money on the phone anyway. But yeah. like, it's it's a customer acquisition mm-hmm. tool as well as just a great retail tool. I've got to say the big loser here is eBay and yeah. Gumtree because True. why would you buy a second-hand phone yeah. when you can buy a refurbished Although phone? From, um, from like I've been working with these guys for a while, so I know sort of I kind of know the market and how much they offer you for your phone. Mm. And naturally, they want to make money. Oh, of course. So, what you get on eBay, if you did the, th- the thing, you're right, eBay may take a hit here, but you'd get a better price on eBay. It's more work to do it. Like, you got to list it, you got to send it, you gotta, it's more no, work. No, no, I'm talking about the buyer because this is, not, this is not a market for you to sell your phone. Yeah, yeah. This is a market to buy a phone. Yeah. If you're buying a phone on eBay, there's risk. Is it yeah. stolen? Is it lost? Will it boot up? Yeah, true. Has it got someone else's Apple ID on it so you can't yep. activate it? Is it actually in good condition? This this is a completely different game. An iPhone 7, 32 gig, 400 bucks. Yeah, An iPhone 7 is like two and a half years old. Yeah, it's good. Two and a half year old phone. Mate, there's teenagers who would drool over an iPhone 7. And you can just imagine how many phones will be traded in when the new iPhone comes out. So the market, like in in a few months' time, we're going to see like ten S's and others appear on this list as yeah. well. I didn't notice. I think that the iPhone ten the was 10. a, yeah. but ten S will definitely be appearing yeah. after the new iPhone comes out. So yeah. this this market is just booming because people want to update to the new phone, and these there's a market of demand for people who want a, a used phone because the new phone they can't afford it. I think I think there's good value there. You know, thirty to forty percent off iPhones. 20, the worst one was 28% that I could find because the Galaxy S9 64 gig is actually a really good price at 799 at JB yeah. Hi-Fi. Uh, you only save a couple hundred bucks there. But, mate, saving $550 on an S9 plus 256 gig, mm. you buy it for 749 
Now, it doesn't come in a Samsung box, but it comes in a box. Just a plain box, It comes yeah. all covered. I mean, it's yep. a bloody great and, thing. And you get, the, so you get your little SIM card tool. You get a pair of earphones in it yep. as well. So you get all of those as well. Yeah. So you're not just getting a phone and you're on your own. You, it, it comes in a package, warranty, all the accessories, yeah. the whole lot. I reckon it's cracker. Um, if you want the, the price guide uh, and the details of the Boost offer, including the data deal on offer for the $30 SIM card, just check it out at techguide.com.au and eftm.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, Trevor and I went on for a little bus ride the other day. Oh, wasn't it lovely? Remember, wasn't, it, wasn't it great? Lovely. Wasn't if you it weren't there, Tuesday I wouldn't have gone on the bus. Okay. <laughs> That's well, nice Where the hear, hell mate. were they taking us? Yeah, well, well we were the, the they were talking about is Sony. We were, we Should have gone were, on a plane. I never yeah, – that, that would have been a great idea. Mystery flight. Yeah. You don't know where you're going. Yeah, I'd yeah. have copped that. Okay, I hope Sony amazing. are listening for the next launch. Um, so yeah, we were we had a uh, a little event with Sony on uh, earlier this week, and I, I that was at a cafe, and I thought, well, okay, they're going to just show us the yeah. show us the earphones, and then we're on our way. Well, yeah, we set them up. They gave yeah. us the earphones. They, they said, "There we go, we're done." And I went, "Oh, sweet, it's I'm an hour okay, early. Well, I can gone. get out of here." Yeah, yeah. And they go, "Now we'll go and get on the <laughs> bus." Get on the and bus. I went, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, so we walked. We walked. Uh, we walked down from. I think we were down in uh, Barangaroo Wolf. there, yep. and then we walked down a block to a big bus that was just covered in Sony uh, logos yep. and the uh, the noise cancelling uh, headphones and earphones. Yep, they didn't hold back there. And then they did the the presentation on the bus. We'd started moving and they did yeah. a little quick 20, 20 slide preso. It was like an episode of on the buses. <laughs> I got you, butler. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen – we're going to digress again here. Yeah. Have you ever seen an episode of, of On the Buses recently? Like I'm no, talking – ne- You know, can I tell you? I've never seen one. Well, I've seen I just seen know them. that we used to play that grab on the football program I used okay. to work on all the time. <laughs> I got you, well, butler. Well, it's the, the show which was massive in the in the 70s and I think in the late 60s even, but the 70s. And I remember as a kid watching it. Yeah. And it was quite raunchy. But also oh, yeah. just blatantly racist, just oh, yeah. so sexist and racist. You could not hear. Like I have seen it on TV, but imagine <laughs> someone pitching that show today. Like forget about yeah, it. Like imagine, some... imagine. Remember that show? Do you remember that show? Love Thy Neighbor. <gasps> Do you remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. Can you imagine? Can you, you remember imagine he... the outrage if that was on today? It wasn't the N word you're thinking of. Remember what he used to call the bloke? Yes, I do. And yeah. there was an S word that the the other dude used to call the Manchester United supporter too. Look, That's all right. Every time I think of Man United, I think of that guy who used to is in there. I can't remember his name now. Was I'd, it Eddie or someone? I'm no, just going to say. I, mean, <laughs> I just think it's how funny. times have changed. I don't think it's. A, I don't think it's massively offensive. But can anyway. you imagine now? Let me tell you now. Imagine if back in the day when when Love Thy Neighbor was on and on the buses was on was on. Uh, imagine if there was Twitter and social media at the time. It's just <laughs> the outrage would be enormous. Anyway, we're talking about Sony. How do we get on that? On the bus? We're on the bus. Thinking how controversial we're we're on live Twitter, <laughs> an episode of Love oh My, my Neighbor. God. Now, mate, you're, you have to shut your account down. Anyway, we're on the buses, on the bus, <laughs> yep. and we headed over the bridge and uh, they were demonstrating the all the features and it was good because we were actually in a scenario where you would actually use this product. You know so why it was good? Because the noise cancelling is so good, I didn't have to listen to anyone. That's it. 
In fact, I, I had a little Instagram uh, story saying that I'm here with you and I didn't have to thank God I did, couldn't hear. So I had my noise-canceling headphone, Very funny, earphones Stephen. on. Very funny. So what we should describe, let's describe the product. It's the earphones, right? So we, we know that the Sony headphones have been brilliant. Probably market-leading, market leading not only audio quality, but also noise cancellation. Yep. And they've managed to shrink that down into a pair of earphones, noise-canceling mm. earphones that are... Uh, I think fantastic. Now, I've first, had them for a couple of days, but they're brilliant. The first generation of the WF-1000s, they're fully wireless. I remember seeing them at IFA. I remember getting them here, and they were excellent. Like, they were really yeah. good. Um, I I guess I probably only used them for three or four days before I reviewed them. I, plenty of people I know have bought them and love them, but still they, they think they suffer from some dropout issues, some latency issues. Basically, every yeah. issue that you reported uh, are fixed in the, in the Mark III. I don't right. think there was a Mark II, by the way. I think they just skipped straight to Mark III okay. to keep it in line with the because, headphones. Because I notice each of the earphones has its own Bluetooth connection. That's right. And it's got a, a, a also a a chip inside the DC, DCEHX chip, whatever it's called, that mm. upscales the quality. So compressed audio like MP3 is upscaled to um, to near high-res audio quality. You know, the noise cancelling is good. Yeah, I don't it's think it's as DS. I've got a DS hx I, I don't think it's as good as an over ear set of headphones, but that's because over ear headphones on their own just muffle out noise by their mm. pure the, the cup compression. Yes, because right? the over the ear form is, factor, which yeah, is exactly right. why Sony spent so long going. We want you to make sure they fit really yep. well because the the actual the plugging of the ear is a big component of the noise cancelling. But with the, with the app, there's a 20-step noise cancellation re- regime. There's um, intelligent sound control, so it knows when you're travelling, knows when you're at a train station. That, that's remarkable. different things. That's really cool. And you notice that when you turn that on in the app, you need to actually turn on your location. So it's yes. a location service. So yes. it knows where you're at a train station, knows you're moving on a train, it knows what you're doing, yeah. and then can compensate. So to give you, if you're on a train platform, for example, it'll turn the noise cancellation down so you can hear. Uh, and then it'll turn it back on again once you're actually on the train. So I've been using them. I've been experimenting with just ambient mode, like when I'm out walking or whatever I'm doing. Yep. And ambient mode still sounds, everything sounds great, but you can just hear all those little noises, traffic, all the sounds around you. But then the minute you hit back on, you get back on the noise cancellation, all of that sound just goes away. Like I, know I was walking down here and you could hear planes taking off and landing in ambient mode, but then as soon as I hit the noise cancellation, you couldn't hear a thing, just, just what I was listening to. So I really, really, really like them. They're $400. Um, I Did they fit you as well? Oh, okay. Did they fit yeah, you? Yeah, they're okay. They've got um, the try, what they call like a try, uh, try structure where they it holds on the try hold structure, I think I, they call it. I, I don't have a problem with the fit. Yeah. Um, oh, the case is big and doesn't stand up on its own. It's weird in that sense. It feels yeah. like it should stand up. It's got a rounded bottom. I, I would have made the case flat so you could sit it up. Yeah. I think that's just a silly little observation, but it's but it's okay. Yeah. There's a there's an LED indicator to, so you know it's charging, which is good. Mm-hmm. You get six hours out of the headphones, twenty four in total when you recharge them in the in the case. I did have issues connecting it to my to the. To, it, it was funny because it connected, and we're running iOS thirteen, the beta version. Yeah. It connected fine when I just did it through the settings. I don't know why but you it didn't the work app. the through the app. What, 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 no, why the app's either? good. I like the app because it gives no, you no, no, equalized control. No, no, totally. But, yeah. Why connect through the app when you can yeah. just open the settings and well, connect? They just want to. That's all it, I'm saying. They just want to make it easy. If you're for an people. iPhone user, just open the settings, go to Bluetooth like yeah. you normally do. No, and but it, I, and I it did just that. Works. I did that, but it didn't work. I, it was connected, like it was connected via Bluetooth manually. Then I went to the app and it said, um, "Can't no. can't locate your earphones." I it said, they're, you. "They're already connected." So, <laughs> um, I've got a I've got a problem though with them. And it's genuine feedback. It'll yeah. be the 
the only main negative of my yeah. review, they're not loud enough. Yeah, I'm with you there. Um, oh, they're, I, they're louder than some I, others, though. I Although kept, the the I AirPods are, uh, suffer the same thing. I kept going up on the volume. Up yeah, on the, yeah, nothing. you're right. You're right. You know, um, I don't have a problem with equaliser settings because there are a lot of settings. If you want a bit, a bit of bass extra, it's nowhere near like a Power Beats Pro, but yeah. the, the bass is there if you need it. But that's what I did. I, I hit just the kept bass. looking at the app, going, "What's why? Why can't I get it louder?" And then I went, "This is mm. it." I gave him to Bowen, who because oh, I'm not going on a flight till probably August. So yeah. uh, I got, Bowen went to Melbourne yesterday. He he wore them. Loved them, and he's a massive fan of the over ears. Yep. Loved them. And he originally said to me, nah, that sounds great. And he texted me in the middle of the day, he goes, you know what, they could be louder. Yeah. I think that's no, the I only agree, problem. I agree I with that. They're but very smart audio people. I don't know why they couldn't give it a bit of a boost. Well, it, the advantage it has, though, is that when it's in noise-cancelling mode, that isn't as much of an issue. When the noise cancelling's yeah. on, it's not bad. But I agree with you. The, I'd, I would have liked them a touch louder. I would have liked the bass a touch heavier, I too. I feel like if, if yeah. you want them to go to 11, these only go to 9. Yeah, true. But, but again, it's similar. To, I had the same complaint with the AirPods. AirPods 2 are slightly better where they get a bit louder, uh, but you don't have any such issue with the power beats. They, they, they're really nice and they're much loud bigger, they're much and a bit though. more sort of full-bodied sound to it. But these, sort of, these still give you that finesse, that real detail, but the noise cancellation is fantastic. And I agree with you. It could have been louder, but t- that's not a deal-breaker to me. I th- I'd still recommend these as, oh, as a great pair of earphones. Mate, at $400 um, – my biggest worry is that I think I'd still probably, if I was at the airport, forgot yeah. my headphones, I'd probably still be close to buying the QC20s. Well, if you're at the airport, you're going to be probably wanting to use it on a plane. Yeah. So these can't plug into a plane entertainment. Oh, no, unit. no, but I, I never use them on it. I always use no, but, just use them But on some people do, though. Some people do. They no, want no. to have the little plug and they but want to do it. This can't oh, do that. My go to in ear on a plane are the Bose QC20s, which are still Absolutely. fully wired. Absolutely. Me right? too. Me because too. Yeah. I worry about losing these things. Yeah. So if if their primary purpose is noise cancelling and noise cancelling is at its at its core built for planes. Yeah, air travel, yeah. Um I just worry about losing the bloody things. Well, why really don't do. why don't Sony invent a little Bluetooth transmitter? Why don't they say right like you, a tile you, tracker? You, no, no, you know, like oh, you, you plug it into the airline airport. system and that way the, uh, uh, they say, right, here you go. You can still hear the in-flight entertainment system using our product, that's like upsell customers. Great, but that's not my issue. My issue is losing them on a plane. Yeah, I know. But m- the other issue for some customers, you said they're at the airport. Do I buy the headphones? Do I buy the earphones? Well, they're at the airport. They're going to maybe want to listen to their s- entertainment system. With these, you can't unless you've got a, some kind of transmitter. Yeah. Sony should – someone – there is a product that we reviewed that was okay, works good with AirPods, but – it's a bit how you go and yeah, trying to get yeah, the Bluetooth yeah. to work. But if Sony had a product to say, right, we, we haven't forgotten you guys who yeah. want to hear stuff, here's a little transmitter, plug it into your little the, the connection on the plane, it'll work. It would be, it would be plat, uh, brand agnostic, so they'd sell yeah. bucket loads of them of course to, they would. to Jabra owners and AirPod well, owners. Exactly. Wouldn't they? Imagine that. Like Sony, they've got a very great, very good reputation in the audio area. Yeah. If they made one of them, I'd buy it tomorrow it'd if they had pro- one. It'd probably bloody cost like 150 bucks too. Mate, I would spend, well, look, if you're investing in this sort of thing, and, yeah, and yeah, yeah. that's why people invest in the headphones because especially people who travel a lot, it's an, it's their investment. They know they're going to use them a lot. They travel yeah. a lot. This is that, That's the one little area where this will fall down for those for those customers. All right, details of the announcement are at uh, techguide.com.au and eftm.com and our full reviews, I'm sure, will be up in the next, next week, week yeah. here yeah. on uh, Two Bucks Talking Tech, eftm.com and techguide.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, we, uh, we bang on about Netgear and Orbi and have done for many years because it is just an outstanding thing. And here's the challenge that Netgear are offering you. It's the Orbi Home Wi-Fi Challenge. You buy a Netgear Orbi Wi-Fi kit, you get better home Wi-Fi or your money back. 
It's a 30-day money-back guarantee. Uh, basically, it's it's all yours to run. It's a great offer. Wi-Fi is the most important thing in your home. It's easy to set up an Orbi system using the app. Uh, there's, there's multiple of them available, small, medium, and large kind of thing, depending on the size of your home. But the solution that it offers is next level. If you've got a dead spot in your house, you've got a speed issue in your house or anything like that, Orbi will be the solution. If you've got the NBN or you've just got the NBN and you think the, the speed's not as good as it should be, it's probably your Wi-Fi. It's probably not the NBN. All the details of Netgear's range of home Wi-Fi solutions and, of course, all their other solutions, including the Mural, the most beautiful piece of technology I've ever seen, are at netgear.com.au. Those crazy cats at Hisense have uh, <laughs> dipped their toe in another piece of water. <laughs> what do you call them crazy cats for? I don't know. They're disruptors. <laughs> okay. I mean, they are. That's what they do. They yep, disrupt. Yep. I mean, They're Hisense the... didn't exist. It'd be a whole different uh, ball game in terms of what's going on in uh, yep. in the world of television. Like you know? the, do you reckon, can you call them? You know how they talk about the big four? Like you got, you know, Mate, they're Sony, definitely the Samsung, big four. LG, I, I Panasonic. They're, they're the big four. If some, a bloke rang the, me, would they be the fifth brand? A, you a bloke rang me on 6PR the other day asking, what about this putting me on the spot? Luckily, I had the internet in front of me. He goes, <laughs> I'm looking for a, 43 to 50, a 40 to 50 inch TV for a thousand bucks. Or less, and it has to be smart. I went, oh, yeah. oh well. I sent Series 6 and 7, yeah. Well, no, but I, like you want to go, boom, this is the actual retail price of something, yeah. so you bring up JB Hi-Fi or whatever, but yeah. <clears throat> 43-inch, 700 bucks, there's uh-huh. multiple brands. Yeah. <clears throat> I would always mention, I'd say your options are LG, Samsung, Hisense, and you might find some other brands. I, I call them one of the big three, yeah. genuinely, genuinely, because yeah. I think Sony, while they're big, they're, they're nowhere near as big in terms of volume as Hisense are. Yeah. Um, they're kind so, of, yeah, they're sort of more at the upper end of the market, and Sony, I think as, what, and Panasonic. What Hisense have done is built themselves a brand where some people are reluctant to buy them, right, because they think they're not a top three you brand. You know how many people I've said, and you, you get this too, well, what, do we, what do you reckon Hisense? They need that affirmation That's to great. say, you know what? Get, they're, they're the real deal. Get them. And I've yeah. never had someone come back and, and go, say, right. well, that yeah. was a bad recommendation. Too, never, mate. ever, ever. Me so too. I think they've built a brand awareness that among th- millions of Australian homes, people are happy with a high sense TV. So now they go, well, how would you like a soundbar? Yeah. And they've got two soundbars. Two soundbars. One of them's 350 bucks. It's 2.1 channel. The other one is 1,000 bucks as a 5.1.2. Which is, is not bad value at a grand. Right, 1,000 bucks. So let's talk about it. The $1,000 one first. You know, subwoofer, single bar unit, yeah. uh, virtual uh, surround sound, Dolby Atmos. You know, it's doing the whole firing Isn't upwards it, and all that kind of stuff. Oh, that's the subwoofer. Yeah, wireless okay. subwoofer. Woofer. Um, you know, it compares not entirely to the Samsung uh, surround sound at two grand because that has wireless rear speakers. Probably compares yep. to I think their fourteen fifteen hundred dollar one that that has the the front speakers that bounce around the room and whatnot. Yep. But it's not a bad design. It looks really nice. Um, yeah. I, there's eleven. Did you say eleven speakers on board? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's like eleven speakers yeah. and you know subwoofers up your Razoo. But there's also Atmos on their t- their top TVs That's, as well. Yeah. Yeah. So what you're talking about and it's got four K pass through HDR pass through. I mean, it does tick all the boxes, you know, but I think they will sell, you know, 70 to 30, the the, the $350 oh, yeah. soundbar more than they but will it, the 900 one. It also helps too that if you've got, if you want, if you are wanting to add a soundbar to your television that you maybe sort of stick to the same brand. And there's always a, an advantage, but I don't think it's a requirement these yeah, days. Yeah, no, it's not. But I just think out of convenience, I don't, yeah, the, the remote should work with all that sort of stuff, but... 
that, that they tend to work better together when they're the same brand. Yeah, like yeah. they're they're built for each other. You know, yeah. TV arc, optical inputs, all the different things are there. I just think if let's say you've got a three or four year old television, and let's be clear, let's say you've got a three or four year old high sense TV, and you love it. Like it's still working yeah, well. Absolutely. What, what do you do to make it better? You add a three hundred and fifty dollars yeah. soundbar, and trust me, a three hundred and fifty dollars soundbar will sound will make their best TV sound better. Absolutely, I, yeah, I believe I that genuinely. Yeah, and but the, but they're t- like you buy a Series Eight, Series Nine TV. They're they're, they're not too shabby out of the box. No, no, absolutely but, not. But even Samsung, even a set top of the line Samsung TV, you'll improve with the soundbar. Yeah. So it, it is like you kind of. You, you, you're you're buying a real a flat screen TV that's really thin and everything like that, and that's one thing that's compromised because of its design is the the speaker quality. Like yeah. speakers need space and air, and it's very they're 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 coming up with this great technology to create Atmos and all these these audio features in a television, but. Put one of these puppies next to the TV as well. Yeah. It's going to really take it to the next level. I think it's a smart move. They've been working on it for a while. They've got the retail channels down pat because it's available in all the big retailers where you would normally get um, high sense yeah. co- pro- products, the TVs and the like. And I think it's smart not to have six products in the range. It's just two. We've got a, we've got a two point one at three fifty. We've got a five point one point two at a thousand bucks. That's smart. Yeah, very Boom. smart. Finished. And, and, done. And, well, that even the three fifty. If you if you want it, want it, if you might, might have a, like a smaller room, you don't have a lot of room to move. That would sound remarkable as well. I mean, I reckon do the, a good job. I reckon the three hundred and fifty dollars soundbar yeah, for anyone value. with good a value. TV two years or older is going to blow your mind. The difference it'll make to your television and that in your viewing experience. Mate, Absolutely. If you're the kind of person that in the last two years has started watching a lot more Netflix, you know, like and I, I said it, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. And Stephen, we sh- if we get time tonight, we should do it in here. Absolutely. The, the drive to survive series on Netflix about Formula One. Oh yeah, you wanna we'll is, put one up for is you. the most outstanding audio production I've ever watched. Gen- yeah, genuinely. Right. Like yeah. it is just so good. And trust me, if you put a soundbar on your TV and watch that, you'll be blown away. So absolutely, have a look, check it out. It's it's a great product. They're they're a good stuff, and we know that Hisense make good quality things. So all the details are at uh, techguide.com.au and eftm.com, and of course you'll find that Harvey Norman and the like at uh, Hisense. You listen to two blokes talking tech. Well, another phone uh, announced this week: the LG mm. G8. Yes. Now, it's the G8 was announced in Barcelona, so this yeah. is kind of a variant of that. And uh, what was unique about this phone is it's uh, it's got a unique security feature. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and it, it involves your hand. Yeah. And, uh, not how you're thinking, Trevor. No. It involves your Mrs. hand. Mrs. Palmer's involved. <laughs> so what you do, basically, if I'm getting this right, there's a front camera. There's yep. Z, a Z camera that yep. acts as the... So you, you, you put your hand above the uh, screen and it will read the veins in your palm, which are as unique, apparently, as your fingerprints. And the, the way this works, or the, the reason this works, is imagine you're sitting at your desk, <clears throat> you've got your computer, you're tapping away, your phone is sitting over to the, over the other side and you want to look at something. If you tap the screen, you, know, you, you might be able to you know, swipe up and put in your pin code, but Face ID won't work unless it's pointing at you kind of thing. So this is pointing at the sky. So you just wave your hand in front of it, and it goes. Yeah. There, there's Trevor's wimp, uh, skinny hands, lady hands. Well, that's that's <laughs> Stephen's fat man hands. <laughs> Plus, it goes. Well, hang on a minute. Look at these veins there. You know, you got people that read your palms. Yeah. Like it should. What, what, what it should do is that's unlock. That's what someone asked me today. It should. It should unlock and say you're going to have a long life. 
Yeah. Or six marriages. <laughs> that's, that's, what I, that's what all the lines on your palm I spoke about mean. it on 2GB today and Nat Peters, who was filling in on the afternoons, she said, does it tell your fortune as well? And I said, that's very funny. I so, mean, yes, I, I imagine that. genuinely Trevor. do not understand why you need it. Yeah, well, just say so you don't have to touch the phone. You, you yeah, don't have so, to pick it up. So you can so, un- unlock to read the net and the messages because yeah. they, they might be hidden on, how about on, on when it's locked. How about this scenario, right? You and I are elbow deep in of some eaten ribs, oh, right? Okay. Right. okay. Yep. What? Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't know we were elbow deep in. Okay. I well, thought we were cow say, we'll or say something. Say in, in half an hour we're going to be eating whatever, ribs or burgers or whatever. I'll say 10 minutes. You get a call yep. and then your hands are filthy. How are you going to unlock your phone to answer it? You just go like that, put your hand above it. It's going to go, wipe Unlocked? your hands, you filthy pig. <laughs> no, but it, it's just if you don't have to touch your phone, you don't have to pick up the phone to unlock it. Mate, they've buried the lead here. You buy this phone. Yeah, you get a free TV. You get a free TV. Woo. And I don't want to break it to you. That, that was TV, in my headline. That TV was that TV was 2000 bucks when it first came out. It's a yeah, 43, 43 inch, inch. I think it's the TV that we've got at the EFTM. We've got three of them up oh, on the wall. Really? 43 inch LG. They're yeah. beautiful TVs. Did you buy three phones? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they've got the web OS. Like it's all yep. built in. Netflix is out. Like they're frigging great TVs. Yeah, bloody ass. So free you a, with a phone. You, you get a, if you're one of the first, I think it's 1,000 people. Yes. I wonder if they've already sold them. Or I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how many of these no, phones are selling to sell. I, I, and I've said this in my reviews of LG products in the past, LG phones in particular. They make bloody good phones. They do. They make fantastic phones. The cameras are great. Underrated. Like, but, but customers, unfortunately, not, are not obviously as popular with it's, as Samsung and Apple phones. It's essentially but, an exposure issue for them. They need oh, to be. I totally agree. Yeah. It's, yeah. You know, when you walk into a Telstra store and you go on a new phone, I don't know whether there's kickbacks or whether it's just because of the, the word of mouth or whatever, but a, a, a retail store staff member is less likely to swer- swerve you away from a Samsung, for yeah, example. or an Ma- Apple. You're be- an mate, because yeah. they know it's going to be a good experience for the user, right? Yeah. They know it's going to be good. Why would they point them somewhere else? But the fact is, and we've talked about this a lot, the fact is they're all great phones. Yeah. Like When was the last time you used a bad phone? No, never. It's it's with LG though in particular. I love the fact that they've got there's quality wherever you look. The, the screen's good quality. It's OLED, really nice resolution. The audio quality. Like they've got the boombox feature on this thing. It uses yeah. the space inside the phone yeah. to give you better bass and better audio, so you don't need to connect a speaker. So they've got that covered as well. There's a lot of attention to detail there, and and customers in the past anyway. Hopefully this might change all of that. But customers in the past have have tended to uh, to go to other brands, whereas, uh, you know, I, I've never been disappointed by any of the V phones, yep. the, the G series phones as well, uh, even the V50, which is an excellent 5G phone, What and I reviewed that on Tech Guide this week too, I'm really glad that they included the dual screen accessory as part of the deal. Some markets, no, well, some markets don't have it, and I think that it kind of would have been lost in the, in the, mar- lost in the mix. Yeah. Having that, that accessory Included, I know why they did it. May they had to do it to stand customers. out among three different 5G yeah. phones. That needed to be. But look, but on its own, it would have struggled. It, I find it to be a better phone just on its own. I agree, but I've just has having that accessory Mate, that, is this, handy this and G- it'll get better. This G8S is a you know, $1,300 phone, 1224 yeah. over 36 months if you yeah. pay it off, $35, because obviously it tells you to do the you know, full repayment situation now. Yep. I mean, it's a twelve hundred dollars phone. You get a thousand dollars TV, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. You know what? It is. It is, and on its own, the camera's good. It's got three lenses on the back. It's got two on the front. It's got that Z, the Z camera, which is like a time of flight lens. So you get the really nice portraits. You get your nice photos. It's got the hand ID as well. And look, and it's also got air motion. So it's got gesture control yeah. as well. So 
it is. There's a lot of innovation here. Uh, I'm just hoping customers give it a give it a chance. That's right. Uh, we've both got the details of the uh, G8s up at techguide.com.au and eftm.com. But Stephen, it's not on the run there. But I digress to mobile phones and say <clears throat> the Alcatel three <clears throat> yep. at two hundred seventy nine dollars, which we both got yeah uh, value uh, uh, yeah. got one out. Your son reviewed it, didn't he? Didn't you? Yes, son? Yeah. I gave it. To, I we gave spoke it to about that last week. Yeah. Mate, he that loves was it. on the show last week. Good stuff. He just still yeah. loves it. He still got it. Still, I said, mate, do you want to do you want to swap back to the white? No, no, All right. Loves so it. There you go. Good on him. It's just, mate. It's epic when you actually expose people to these things. Yeah, exactly. Take a chance. Yeah. Well, <laughs> listen to us. We tell we won't give you a bum steer, will we? Never. The two <laughs> blokes have never given you a bum steer, ladies That's and right. gentlemen. That's why we're here on Two Blokes Talking Tech. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech is proudly supported by Uniden, and they've got a great range of dash cams. Now, this is a, a feature that we're, that many customers are, are adopting, a product that many customers are, are putting in their cars. They've got a brand new model called the iGo Cam 85R. What the difference is with this device is that it is 4K resolution from the front main camera, does have a very wide 160-degree ultra view, but it also comes with a rear camera as well, which is high definition but still good enough resolution for you to see plenty of detail. So you basically got a 360-degree view of your car. In the event where something happens on the road, here are your eyes and ears for you, for your side of the story to be recorded. And it does come with the 4K video resolution through the front. It's Wi-Fi enabled as well, so you can directly transfer footage to your smartphone via the app as well. The full HD camera also can act as a reversing camera too, so it does come in handy as well. And if in the event there's an impact or an incident, the video is also is saved in its own file and, and all the or the GPS information, the time, the speed, everything's recorded there as well. And the good thing about it too, on the back is a large display that tells you the speed of the, of the area you're, you're driving through. It also gives you speed and red light camera warnings too. So not only can it help you avoid the fines, but it also can keep an eye of what happens on the road as well. The Uniden, the I go cam 85r check it out uniden.com.au when we had dinner with huawei Huawei. uh, a few weeks ago and their their big boss larkin here in australia he mentioned to me something about 59 he was excited about having 59 60 locations across australia Mm -hmm. for customers talking about after sales service and i'm like what the hell are you talking about Followed it up a bit with Huawei, and it turns out they're about to announce, and this will happen tomorrow, they'll announce a pretty decent partnership with HappyTel. Now, HappyTel do these little kiosks in in shopping centres. You'll see them in a bunch of shopping centres, obviously about 60 of them around the country. And what they're doing is they're saying, look, <clears throat> HappyTel is an authorised re- um, service centre. Yep. So if you've got a cracked screen, <clears throat> you've got a problem, it's broken, whatever it is, you can take it to HappyTel. Now, they'll obviously have a pretty good range of spare screens and things, but yep. they'll also basically be a drop-off point for bigger services where they get sent off and stuff. So they'd be like if, warranty repairs or stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, if it needs assume. to be sent away, that's yep. where you'll take it. You won't have to post it off yourself or anything. Yeah, that's a smart idea. Mate, I think when you look at a company like Huawei who have sold way more phones than they have uh, in past, so they've gone from a 3% market share to 8 Yep. in just one year. So April this year, they're at 8% market so in share. in Australia or worldwide? In Australia. Australia, yep. 
that's massive jump for Absolutely. them. Absolutely, there's still a long yeah, way off yeah. Samsung and Apple, but it's a yep. huge jump for them. Um, they need you have to have after sales service. If you, you think about the number of times people ring you on the radio or email yeah. and say I've got a problem with my Apple or whatever, whatever. Yeah, you go to a Genius Bar, you go to the Apple Store, yeah, you go to a Samsung, Samsung Store. store. Yeah, this allows us to say to people, and for Huawei to say to people, take it oh, to Happy Tell. You've broken your screen. You don't know what it's doing. Yeah. Go, go, have you got a happy tell at your local shopping centre? Yeah. That's where you go. Well, it's a 59, smart move. Did you say 59 location? <clears throat> I think it's 50. So there's actually, like their website says there's 62, so maybe there's some that aren't proper, yeah, right. I don't know, whatever. But, but there's, there's over it's a lot 50 easier to locations find. around yeah. the country and you just got to go to the bloody website to find no, it. Absolutely. You know, you're right. It's a and really the, smart move. When people are putting that much that much money down on a device, you know, in this case a phone, they want to know that if there is something that happens when they take yeah. ownership that they've got a, some recourse, they know yeah. where to take it. Anyway, it's just some simple good news from the good people at Huawei. But there's also other news, Trev, yes. about Huawei. Okay. Apparently they're opening a store. I in believe that's to be the case. In Chatswood this in week. The northern, northern beaches of Sydney. Chatswood, yeah, they're going to have a store. So yeah. I don't know whether it's going to be as glitzy and glammy as an Apple store, <laughs> but I, you know, having seen other Huawei stores around the world, yes. there's certainly some in China, yep. it's basically a retail it's experience. a lot in now, Europe. you yeah. think about their laptops, which they're, they've only ever sold that Mate book. Is that what it's called? Mate uh, book. Mate yep. book, book X. X. Yep. They've only ever sold that at the Microsoft store in Sydney. Yes. So they've got to get that into more retailers. If they yeah. can't, for some reason, get it into major retail JBs and the like, sell it bloody direct. Yeah, so that hasn't so, that hasn't sold it through JBs and Harveys. Never. Really? Wow. No. Wow. So I think this is a good good opportunity for them to show their range of phones, which are all at yeah. different prices. Um, I assume they'll have interactive experiences where you can test the camera and things yeah. like that on the phones, plus their other products. Uh, and okay. I guess just, you know, rub home that they're just normal. This is a normal company, despite whatever you hear the question is how the next six months is going to go based on all the dramas they've had with Donald Trump, which appear to be yeah. coming to some sort of closure. Well, but yeah. until it's official and until it starts getting reported as being in a Google's opening their door again. Um, yeah, well, I know. think there's a few American companies that are that have been telling Trump that, you know, you, you ban them, that's, that's going to cost us money because it, they do business. It with has them. to be closed off by the end of August because my mail yeah. is that they, they want to announce the, the mate, if not others, at uh, in September. The mate September, the mate thirty in September. Well, other Thought devices, talk, certainly yeah, other devices, if, November, if not yeah. the mate. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I know there are others, others in the pipeline. I'm sure. Yes, yes. So, good news for Huawei, and yes. uh, the details of that are up at eftm.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, some news out of Apple as well. They've updated the MacBook Air and the MacBook Pro, but buried in fact MacBook, didn't run with the lead. Yeah, the MacBook is no more. Yeah. And I, you know what? I was actually on the Apple website um, yesterday afternoon to looking at the prices of the MacBooks and everything, and saw the MacBook. I think, yeah, you know what? That's I think since since that remember that was introduced with a Retina display, mm. which the MacBook Air at that time never had. Yeah, and then then they introduced the MacBook Air with a Retina display, so it kind of was the death warrant for the. Well, MacBook. when they announced the MacBook Air, we all went. Well, what the hell does what, that mean what, for the MacBook? What, MacBook? Yes, right. And uh, so, at, but remember at the time, it only had, did it only have one USB port, USB C yeah. port? Yeah. So, if you want to charge it or, or do you, yeah, you have to take one. it out, so you, you need a dongle or you need to take the charger out and put your USB thing in to put your data through, whatever you need to do. That, this is the laptop they said was for real, true wireless experience. You know, you've yeah. got everything's wireless. And, yeah. But that now, well. no more. 12 years. When it was announced, about three years ago, three, four years ago? About I'd four three, years. I'd say three, yeah. yeah. So anyway, MacBook, gone. See so you this later. Is, this is the interesting thing about Apple. 
they send out a press release announcing, you know, huge upgrades to the air at, and the at pro. midnight. <laughs> and they don't mention that the MacBook doesn't exist anymore. Of course not. You got to discover yeah, that stuff exactly yourself. Exactly right. No, no. It was. Uh, I was thinking. What is it? My third paragraph in my story. They also quietly discontinued the twelve-inch MacBook. Mm. Quietly discontinued. See that? Yeah. You know, they don't discontinue anything loudly. They do it I mean, quietly. It makes no sense to have the MacBook because the MacBook yeah, Air is so absolutely. Good. And frankly, well, the MacBook Air is a better product name for them. I agree. The minute the Retina display was added to MacBook, because that was the only point of difference. The the MacBook had a Retina display, and the MacBook Air didn't. The minute the MacBook Air Retina display, MacBook Air, see you later. They basically on just the did run out. out stock from that point and didn't tell oh, us totally. they running it out. <laughs> yeah, totally right. Yeah, but with with the new MacBook Air, I think uh, that that's been introduced. It's got it's going to have the True Tone uh, Retina display, yeah. uh, and it's also going to have improved processors as well. With the MacBook uh, Pro. The 13-inch, uh, now all models are going to have the uh, touch, touch bar. And also, they've also got quad-core processors as well. Does that well. make the base model more expensive? Because I, the reason I like the MacBook it's was because you could buy it without it. Yeah, well, no, not anymore. It's nineteen ninety nine now. I think it's the same price. Okay. And there's also, uh, and the MacBook Air starts at uh, $16.99. Uh, and also, there's also special pricing for students, university students as well. They've got yeah. like... $150 discount, which is nothing to sneeze at Just on an Apple shoving product. shoving that touch bar down your throat. Yeah. I don't like There's it. There's a few people, someone commented on my Facebook page, saying, oh, time to dig out the student ID again <laughs> to go to the Apple store. Yeah. yeah. But uh, that's uh, that's the basic uh, update that's the there. New, basically, you know, you're looking at new new processors, yeah. better screen for the air, uh, yep. and, uh, and touch bar on basically, all Basically, the, what they're essentially doing with the MacBook Pro is refining the range because you, you don't have touch bar and non-touch bar in the 13. It's pretty much everything. Yeah. It's either 13 or 15, then pick your processor. Exactly. But t- the touch bar beforehand was only – there were two, there I think. Two, two, there were two 13 inches. Never had it, yeah. One, and one and all, the 15, it, one all the 15s had it. Correct. And then the, there was one 13 that had it and two that did it, but now it's all touch bar all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Not a fan. Two blokes talking tick. Uh, you can probably hear my stomach rumbling, so let's do the okay. uh, minute reviews. <laughs> you hungry? Didn't you have lunch? No. Did you eat lunch today? Uh, I don't think I did. No. You forgot a meal. Are you joking? No, we did have lunch. Yeah, okay. we did have lunch. Good, yeah, good, we went good. to the cafe. Okay. Well, I'll do it as quick Took as the I can. Took the kids to the cafe. Okay, Mate, um, the Samsung Space Monitor. I yeah. utterly love it for it is, what it too. does in terms of design. Me too. I've used it. In, well, just, just to give it a description, it is a monitor that is designed to clamp on the end of your desk. It doesn't have a normal stand. Yep. Clamps on the end of your desk mm. and then is very highly manoeuvrable front, forward and back. So you can pull it down to the desk level, put it back up against the wall, wherever it happens to be, out of your way. So it reduces the desktop clutter. The number one thing I loved about it when I first sat down was it's quite high. Yes. And, and it actually, you can put a laptop under it. So Correct, when, it's, yeah. when it's back up, yep. what we've been doing is have the, the MacBook Pro down the bottom, video editing, for example, and you can have your full screen up the top, which is your output, and you do the edit down the bottom. Yep. Very versatile in that sense because it, the normally a monitor sits lower on the desk and, and you can't put a, a laptop in yeah. front of it. This gets out of your I, way. I really like that. Um, agreed. I used it in three scenarios. I used it with a desk that I could actually access the back of it to clamp it. Mm-hmm. I used it uh, on a Ravari desk, the rising, the sit-stand desk, so, and I connected a Mac Mini to it. Um, it it's got limited connectivity. It's got it's, it's got a Doesn't HDMI. A no HDMI. It's got a Mini Display Port. No USB C, which I was noted in my review. So it worked all right with the Mac Mini. The Mac Mini's got a HDMI out, mm-hmm. so it was one cable. With the, my iMac, it's now my one of the third monitor on my iMac now. 
I've had to use a dongle to go USB-C to HDMI to connect the cable. Yeah. The cable also has a little, there's a little hybrid cable that comes with it so you connect the power it's a very nice to cable the whole management. thing. Yeah, so there's only one cable running down the back. So and it the runs down a channel. Gone. There's yeah. a channel built in, and it the sits stand. in there nicely. Yeah, really so nice. I've used it in three scenarios. It's now the third monitor on my my new iMac. But let's talk about what it doesn't have. What you can't do to it, like have you ever tried to, you know, when you you can turn a, yeah. a monitor left and right, you can't yeah. do it, and and if and it doesn't work, it, the the only stand that's available is what comes with it. So if you can't get to the back of your desk and clamp this thing on, it takes up quite a bit of space. You can't use it, and it's not like it's got a visa mount on the back where you can just pop off the mount and no. put your own stand or mount it on a wall. That doesn't work either. Um, the other thing too is that uh, um, we mentioned the limited connectivity, which which we've uh, which if if you're using it with a MacBook, you need MacBooks only have USB C. You'll need a dongle as well. Mac Mini we got away with iMac same deal. You need a dongle. But the other thing too, a couple of things where the brightness isn't that good. It's only like two fifty nits. If 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 you're a gamer as well, you oh, probably wouldn't no. wouldn't use this because gaming there's machine. no HDR. It's also the refresh it's, it's also not low. yeah it's it's sixty hertz four megas four um, millisecond response time, but also too it's not an IPS panel you know the in plane switching it's panel side. so if you're looking at something from the side it, it's really hard to read you can't you can't read it you go off off axis you can't read it at all Which so makes if it it's good a, for privacy though. It does, but if you if you in a scenario where you need to share information with other people around your desk or you you use all using the same monitor, that might be an issue. But apart from that, as I said in my review, very versatile can be used in a variety of scenarios. And the fact that if you have do have the right desk type to clamp it. It is really good to sort of very manoeuvrable in and out. You can put it right down to desk level. What a shame, I said too in my review, that you know how you can bring it right down to desk level. Yeah. What a shame it's not a touchscreen. Touchscreen, oh, yeah. No, yeah. That'd be good. It, it would be twice the price, but I think it's a good yeah. I think it's a good first attempt. I agree. And, and I can't wait to see the second one. Should open up some really exciting yeah. cuz it's not it's not it's not uh, Expensive. Well, it's it's well. I, I the thirty two inch four K, which so it's four K as well. So yeah. it's good detail. Uh, nine ninety nine, and there's also a twenty seven inch model that's seven ninety nine. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Oh, I'm using the twenty seven. It's perfectly fine. I got the thirty two. Go all, big or go home. Oh, I just I just I wanted yeah. something exactly the same as the Mac Mac. Yeah. So I could. What color did you get? See the difference. What do you mean? What, what? color isn't there? Isn't there several colors? Black, you get, or is it, it's just black again. Or I don't know. okay. Anyway, yeah, that's uh, up on Tech Guide right now. Check it out. Techguide.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Yeah, Stephen, while really, we're talking desks. Really quickly, yeah. Uh, there's, uh, the, we you hungry as well? I am hungry, yeah. <laughs> we met, I mentioned I got a new iMac and wanted to connect all my monitors. Uh, I've got three monitors. So I've got the iMac and two other monitors. And I needed uh, a way to connect it because the, uh, there was only obviously a limited number of USB-C ports on the iMac, but also the other devices had either DisplayPort or HDMI connections. So what I did, I used a Kensington Thunderbolt 3 docking station. Now, this is a, a, a $299 product that has all all, con, all these connections. It's a, yeah, sorry, $219 product. This is a triple video dock that can be used with, with Mac or PC, and it has USB-C for your displays. It's got USB 3 dock, uh, USB 3 ports as well. It's even got an Ethernet port, uh, an audio port, even a mic port. So it just really expands your connectivity. And in this instance, it allowed me to connect those two other monitors to 
my desktop, but ideally this would be used with a laptop. So if you've got a MacBook, for example, you can take advantage of the of the Thunderbolt connections on the on the dock, and then connect your uh, a one five K and a four K or two four K monitors. So uh, handy if you want to expand that way with a laptop. But in my case, I did it with an iMac, so uh, it's still got the same result. So the Kensington, the uh, the SD forty eight hundred P triple video dock um, is two hundred nineteen bucks. But there is another one as well. Sorry, the the, the Thunderbolt three is what I use. The Thunderbolt three docking station that is two hundred ninety nine ninety nine, and that was uh, that gave us the USB C connectivity, five K four K connection. Fantastic little product from Kensington. Otherwise known as Go Big or Go Home. Absolutely. Check it out, techguide.com.au. Let's go eat. Let's do it. Thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks for downloading. <laughs> no, no mucking around. Straight we'll be back away. Next week, thanks to the good people at Netgear and Uniden with episode 396. Queenslander. Yeah, good luck. <laughs>